Hey, what's up, guys? This is Adrian with the Horror Academy podcast. And once again, it's Chris. Hey. <laughs> I feel like we always say that. <laughs> um, today's episode is brought to you by... Us. Us. We have we, no sponsors. We have no, we have no sponsors. <laughs> I, I might edit this part. Out. I don't no, know. No, I like it. Uh, today's episode, we'll be doing uh, road trip horrors. Um, kind of talk about the... Um, I'm fixing the mic, sorry guys. But we're going to be talking about horror, uh, road trip horrors and the films that consists of them of, of you know characters driving long stretches of roads uh, finding uh, you know, crossing paths with with a killer and uh, you know just kind of seeing what you know what what makes these road trip horrors so so amazing see where the road takes us you know? let's see where the road takes us on this on this episode um, but uh, yeah I mean but man it's it's been a week it's been a, it's been a week it how, how you been man I've been good man it was a good week. They, I got a dude fired at work. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, and like they called me a snitch, but I didn't snitch. Okay. Uh, a supervisor just heard me talking about something yeah. that he said. This dude is an absolute lunatic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. His name was a. Uh, I'll leave his name out. Whatever. Anyway, I overheard him uh, saying a few months back, he was frustrated that his production was low, and he was mad that my production was high. And then I heard him, no one else heard him for some reason, but he legit said that he wanted to come in and shoot everybody. Oh, what the fuck, dude? I was pissed, and I told him off. Yeah. And then I brought it up to my supervisor, and he goes, oh, you know, that's just him. What the hell? I shit you not. What the hell? So I brought this story up uh, to a coworker of mine, and a supervisor overheard me. I had no clue. So like an hour later, I get pulled into the office like, hey, we know you said this. Is it true? And I was like, ah, yeah. And I was like, now I'm going to be the first victim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Uh, so they fired him. And uh, I don't feel bad. Right, no. Even if he was kidding, dude, don't, don't. joke about taking my life. Yeah, especially like, in these uh, times we're in. Yeah, you know dude, what I mean? it was and it was like shortly after that big shooting this year. I can't even remember wh- which one it was, but um, yeah, that's where we are in America, by Jeez. the way. That's where we are. I don't know which shooting it was. That's how many. Oh, oh my god, dude! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. So, um, yeah, man, that happened. And before we get started, I actually wanted to bring up something cool that uh, I've come across uh, in this journey with the Horror Academy. Um, I found a horror community on Instagram. Sweet. It's just a bunch of uh, people who collect horror films just like me. I had no idea this was like a, a, <laughs> like thing, a thing right? Yeah. until I started finding people on, on Instagram. Like, whoa, like these people have way bigger collections than I do. And I'm jealous, so I'm going to follow them. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really awesome community, dude. They do like... They tag each other in different kinds of posts, and it's really fun. And and I suggest for those of you who collect horror movies, to to go ahead and search for this community. I'll give you one uh, Instagram uh, uh, user, Horrorhead. So it's H O R R O R H E A D X, and her name's Allison. I befriended her. She's from Australia. Very very awesome person. Her collection is dope. Um, anyway, so that's a, you can follow her and then you'll find the other pages once you get going after that. 
So yeah, man, I just wanted to bring that up for oh, those of you dope. who yeah, I think, who collect. Uh, yeah, I think I follow her as well. Pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I I am completely broke, so I can't afford to buy any <laughs> any films. But I will watch them somehow. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, so like I mentioned earlier, road trip horrors. Uh, there's actually quite a good amount of them out there, and so the thing that <laughs> the thing that we that I noticed is that there's always some key components with with road trip horrors. Right. There's always some consistency with them, and uh, the first thing is that it's always like when, wherever they're going, it's it, they're usually in a remote ass area. Like deserty kind of deserty kind of or maybe even a forest or something <laughs> and somehow they'll always be just like a single uh police department oh yeah, yeah like a small <laughs> like like sheriff like who everyone in the town knows everyone in the town knows <laughs> yeah. and like is one deputy yeah, in the yeah. entire office <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that that is consistent with road trip horrors is whenever they the, the characters have like like whenever they're getting to the third act and they're like, hey, like we got a crazy shit going on. They meet up with a, a single cop, one cop in one police cruiser who always dies. No matter what. No matter what, they always fucking die. Like yep. it's, it's because I think with Road Trip Wars, since the cast is usually limited, they kind of throw in the police officer. Just like, so they can have a kill. <laughs> yeah. I, it so, makes sense. Right. <laughs> like, we need to make this rated R, but oh, just throw the cop under the bus. It's fine. <laughs> like, that, those are some of the things that I've, uh, I've noticed. And for some odd reason, too, like, if, you, if you've seen it, they're, the characters are always good-looking people. Yeah, they are. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're always babes. <laughs> they are. And like the, the guys are always like chilled and everything. Oh yeah, like young, young like in their twenties, right? And and always in college. Yeah, <laughs> they're college students. Yeah. That's one of the things that I always thought of because when I watch like horror movies, like I look at the description and they say like these college students, and I'm like, oh man. Like back when I was a kid, I was thinking, ah, college students, like shit they're not gonna get to see like graduation or the rest of their lives <laughs> all that money for nothing all that money for all that money for nothing and i think one of the the first movies that comes to mind when like we we come up with these components really is joyride joyride man. joyride they have most of these they have good looking people paul walker and uh lily Subayevsky. Lily Sobieski. Try to pronounce Sobieski. the last name. Lily Sobieski. Lily Sobieski. Like, yeah. suddenly she's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> and they have long stretches, uh, stretches of a road. They don't have that one cop that dies. They don't have that one cop. They have, they have a, like, a militia of cops, but they come at the end, like, none of them die, I don't think. Yeah. But... They only have that one sheriff when they commit the heinous prank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That gets that Ronald guy's jaw ripped off. Dude, that was a brutal scene. Dude, Joyride is easily in my top 15 favorite films of all time. Um, not, not particularly horror, but just in general. Joyride is one of those feel-good movies for me. Mm -hmm. I throw it on when I'm sad. I throw it on when I'm happy. 
If I'm yeah. up early on a Saturday, dude, and like, I'll throw and, it on. <laughs> I'll throw it on. <laughs> scramble up some eggs, bro. Some you know, chorizo. Some chorizo, brother. <laughs> but yeah, man, Jorge's one of those movies that I just thoroughly enjoy. I mm-hmm. the cast is spectacular. The storyline's awesome. I love it, man. Because it, it's, it's a really condensed cast, so is, you dude. feel for them. You do, man. It's like I don't know. You just you just get invested into each character. And uh, man, the cast is spectacular. Oh, dude, you got young Paul Walker, the late and great dude, the late and great Paul Walker, the young Steve Zan, fantastic dude, fantastic. Oh, I actor. love Zan's performance in that. Dude, he's incredible. Yeah, and of course, Lili Sobieski that we mentioned already. Yeah, but, I I like the dynamic between Walker and Zan's character because. Zen is the guy who is just that comedic relief. You're like, ah, oh, dude, love this guy. He's a goofball. And then Paul Walker is just the guy who you're rooting for. You're rooting for. Yeah. Like he's just like, dude, I kind of like you because you seem capable to survive this yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> but they like with him, he's a college student in yeah. in the movie, yeah. and I guess it starts off with, uh, you know, him talking to Venna, who's got like a mad hard on for. And he's like, hey, w- what if I picked you up from Colorado? Because I think she's in Colorado and he's yeah. in California. And he's like, why don't I pick you up and we'll, we'll just go home together? Which is like super sweet. And what is it? So they, this is the part that I thought was crazy because you, I don't know how easy it is anymore. But he originally bought a plane ticket. And then he, uh, like when he came up with that plan with Vena, he, refund, he, he refunded that ticket back. And then he bought a car, and I'm thinking, damn, like you can, you can, I don't think, I don't think airports nowadays can let you refund it like that quick. I mean, I might be wrong, but I'm like, oh, damn, that's crazy. And he he ended up buying a car. Yeah, he, he looked at, at the while well, he was on the phone with her, looked through the magazine, and found a fifteen thousand dollar vehicle. Oh, how much? I, I don't know. Doesn't even matter. Anyway, he purchases the car, gets on the road. I don't know if he was in California or Texas, dude. I think it was. Uh, California because he was uh, in the University of California. Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, this movie brings back so many good memories, man. Rusty oh. Nail, one of the most fantastic <laughs> villains Yeah, and all you ever. really get from him is the voice. That voice, dude. And the thing that embodies him really is the, uh, the semi-truck, tr- Yeah, the dude. truck. Like, it's the truck you fear. It's the voice yeah. you fear. You never really see him until the very end, but yet you see Rusty Nail as this just powerful force that yeah, can take your life at will. Of a truck, dude. Yeah, dude, it's it's, it's insane. Nuts. Like, oh man, I just I loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I loved it. It's not so much a horror because it's I don't know. I mean, it is, but it's still it's like a, a thriller. It's more of a thriller, thriller, I would say. But it's worth mentioning for this episode. Absolutely, and I, we we both watched it back when we were kids. It's yeah. freaking amazing. Um, so Paul Walker stars as Lewis Thomas and Steve Zahn or Zan. Uh, uh, damn it, <laughs> I'm like losing my train of thought. He stars as Fuller Thomas, and then Lily Sobieski is Venna. Which I thought was funny because when I first heard, like when I first watched the movie, I was like, Venom. Venom. <laughs> like, what's Venom doing in this? Like, <laughs> then they, and they're like, they're like, no, it's Venna. I'm like, ah, that makes that's that's pretty, I guess. And so this this was back in two thousand one. So that's kind of why I was like talking about the, um, the the, the plane ticket and shit. This is such an old film. Directed by John Dahl and written by our boy J.J. J. Abrams. 
That's the guy. That's the guy. He who who did, of course, Cloverfield that we that we mentioned. Um, so this film had a budget of twenty three million dollars and it grossed uh, thirty seven million dollars. So it definitely saw its money back there. Um, and of course, we mentioned him earlier, Rusty Nails. He's actually played by Ted Levine. He's not credited in the film, but even, uh, later on, I guess they just leaked it. Hey, it's Ted Levine. He plays it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, as I was looking at this dude, because one of the things that <laughs> that we do is when we learn when a movie title is translated to a different language, it's something so freaking off, dude. It's so I hate it so goddamn much, especially in Spanish, dude. In Spanish, in Spanish is the worst. It, like sometimes it has nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with the it. film, yeah, at or, all, or the title, yeah. So I found some stuff here, and so in Europe, the title is translated to Roadkill. We got <laughs> we got Israel and Spain, Israel and Spain. I mean, <laughs> which sounds like some like like a concerned parent came up with. It was never play with strangers. Oh, <laughs> Greece took that a step further. Like, never talk to strangers. <laughs> um, Italy and Japan. Oh no! So Italy is radio killer, radio oh, killer, god, dude. dude. Like it's a. Oh my god! It's just I don't know why. Um, Japan is road killer. My my the, the worst one of the bunch, dude, is Russia. Russia what is, is what a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as if that's what they're gonna think at the end of the film. Yeah. They're through all that. Woo, man, what a ride! What a ride! <laughs> the title didn't didn't lie. And then of course we got Mexico. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. I'll say it in Spanish first. It's uh, frequencia mortal. Which, oh, oh my god. Which translates to mortal frequency. <laughs> Dude, that's so bad. That is, dude. Like, how do you get that? That's so bad. I hated that one. Freak, mortal frequency. Like, what? Like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, Joyride makes sense, dude. Yeah. But mortal frequency. Mortal frequency. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible band. It does. Oh, my God, dude. It does. We are mortal frequency. <laughs> <laughs> Open up a pit. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I really liked the, the film. It was it was particularly great. There was so so pretty much what happens is you know, after Paul Walker's character Lewis, he he gets a he gets a, or he talks to his parents, like, hey yeah guys, I'm gonna drive there instead. And they're like, Hey, oh, that's great. I'm on the way home, can you pick up your brother? He's in jail again. And he's like, Ah, oh, fuck, okay. So he's gotta go pick up his, his cockbuck cock block of a brother uh fuller from from like jail or something yeah he picks and him up it picks him up and so when they go i don't know they go to the sh to a shop or something and then fuller installs like a cb radio and that's where the this kind of moves forward this is where we get into the second act where he's prompting uh lewis to like do his his girl voice. Yeah, because they used to do pranks when they were younger. Yeah. So he wanted to bring some of that back and do it through CB radio. Right. So they, they were listening to truckers on the road, and that's when Paul Walker starts doing his his female impression. But he's playing a character called Candy Cane, 
and that's when they meet up, or that's when they started talking to Rusty Nails, and that's how he talk. That's yeah. how he re- refers himself to yeah. as like and Rusty Nails. The way they hooked him was uh, Steve Zahn played Black Sheep, which was a, a trucker, talking to Candy Cane about meeting up later. All right. Um, so, and then that's what prompted Rusty Nail to to respond to that conversation to try to speak with Candy Cane, mm-hmm. um, and then that's how they hooked him into into the conversation and how, how they ended up uh, speaking with Rusty Nail. Right, and so they ended up going to a hotel, or a motel really, because hotel sounds nicer. And so this, they went to a motel where Zahn, he's, he's going to the office to check in, and you get this brick of a business guy yeah. who is just arguing with the- uh, Racist as uh, shit. Yeah, and he does like, he he's about to leave the office and he like bumps into to Fuller and he gives him like the once over like he, he yeah. checks him out and everything and and because the guy was being a dick Fuller comes back like hey let's tell Rusty Nails to meet up in room 17 like what the fuck's room 17 that's the guy that guy the business guy I'm, he's in that I love how he walks like he gets into the car he goes hey did you see that fat <laughs> fucking guy <laughs> but like b- before Steve Zahn comes into the car Paul Walker's just sitting in there uh, it's pouring rain it's pitch black outside, this lonely ass motel. Yeah, and you you just hear like the CB radio go off, and then you just hear Candy Cane come on, Ooh. and then Paul Walker's like, no fucking way, kind of just stares like terrified at the CB radio. Couldn't believe that after so long, this was hours and hours. Yeah, after like they had the conversation, their their fun with Rusty Nail. He comes back on the radio looking for her. See, he was legit still yeah. looking for Candy Cane, which was a fictional character. And then, then that's when Steve Zahn comes in. Hey, did you see that fat <laughs> fucking guy? He's like, room 17, the prick's staying in room 17. And then Paul Walker's like, no, nah, I can't do that. Then they, he gives into the peer pressure. He becomes Candy Cane. Hey, Rusty, <laughs> I'm staying in a table rock. Room 17, and then, uh, <laughs> and then <Yeah>. proceed, Chris. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he tells him, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to even do the voice, but yeah, it tells him to do this uh, room 17. And they ended up actually checking into the room next to the guy. Yeah. They're just hanging out and everything. And that's when they see the truck and then, uh, they, they hear Rusty Nails knock on the, the next door. And then you don't see anything. You just see like the the the, the scene is taking place in the, the brothers' room. So we just see their reaction, which is brilliant, dude, because yeah. it it portrays exactly how we would feel. Harrowing. Yeah. It's harrowing. We're dude. like, like you're just kind of standing in the room, like your arms out, like what the fuck do we do? And you just hear like through the muffled walls as you know the 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 two men kind of arguing because the business guy's like what the fuck are you doing here yeah and rusty nails thinking he's like gonna get some 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 tonight he they ended up like fighting like you just hear like shuffling some shuffling some grunting yeah Yeah. and then just kind of like just it's just pure silence like it just cuts and you're like what the fuck is going on like they have their ears to the wall and uh yeah and then it's just over and they're like oh okay well uh it's fine so they just like leave it at that and then the next night or the next day anyway they find out that you know there's cops and everything uh an ambulance and all that and they go to the hospital 
yeah. where they talk to a, a sheriff. I forget the sheriff's name. So they talk to the guy, and they're like, yeah, so it um, looks like that little prank you guys did. Um, the, the guy came by, and he, you know, they, they had a tussle, and he, he ripped the guy's lower jaw completely off. And they thought the prick had done that to Rusty Nail. Uh-huh. Oh, um, man, that's man. what that's their that was their initial thought when they were talking to the cop outside the motel before they went to the hospital, and that's when the uh, the officer kind of cleared things up and said that it was Ronald Ellinghouse, the the prick, who had his jaw ripped clean off, mm-hmm. and they couldn't believe it. And then he he took him to the hospital, and there you see Ronald, dude. So they, they say that, they're like, hey, yeah, his jaw's completely off. And they, the camera is inside of the room where the, guy, uh, the, 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 the Ronald is, and you see the brothers through the glass. And I'm thinking, okay, we're, we're going to see like, his reflection on the glass. Like, okay, they're, they're going to leave us to, right. to imagine it. And then they cut to him, and they show his, ah! Just laying there, there's no jaw. You see like the top row of teeth. Yeah, and dude, when I was younger and saw that shit. I'm like, that uh, is rusty haunting. nail did that with his bare hands. Yeah, dude. like, are you kidding how, me? Like, just how? Like, how did he? How do you? How does one do that? <laughs> rusty nail, if you're listening, let us know how you did it. <laughs> leave, leave a comment below. <laughs> but dude, that was that was intense to fucking see. I, I was, I don't know. I thought that was good. I I liked that they showed us because that. Just ho- it was horrifying yeah. to see. Because so. we still haven't seen who Rusty Nell is. Right. We only go by the truck and the voice. And now we know the kind of power he has. Yeah. To just mutilate a six foot something, 200 pound man. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Now I'm just holding my jaw because I'm thinking about this dude. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and so, I mean, from there. Oh, from there was when they were driving off, right? And... Then they thought they were cleared of it. They thought they were clear, and then they're they're talking to to Rusty Nails again, and that's when that's when uh, Fuller comes clean, and he tells yeah, them. that's when uh, uh, they go through this encounter. They're driving on the road. They're like, man, that was that was fucked up. Let's just move on. Let's go pick up Venna, and then they just hear Rusty again on the radio. Yeah, and then uh, Steve's now gets heated. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's mad as fuck because Rusty Nails like keeps fucking with them, right? And then uh, Rusty Nail just simply says, "You know, Black Sheep, you really ought to get that fixed." Ooh. And then Steve Zangle's like, "Get what fixed? Your tail light." I shit myself, yeah. dude. Oh fuck no, <laughs> fuck that. Because as yeah. soon as he said that, you you immediately yeah. look at the headlights yep. behind them. Yep. And Rusty was right behind them. He yeah. was on their ass the whole time. And they just, like, Fuller and and and, uh, and Lewis look at each other just shitting themselves. Like, what yeah. the <laughs> fuck? And then uh, they end up finding this uh, um, gas station that they, they oh, veer shit. off. And they, and they stop there. And they're like, oh, fuck. Like, let's put gas. Let's put gas so we can keep driving. <laughs> right. And then uh, Steve Zanz, the one putting gas, Paul Walker walks, or Lewis Paul, uh, walks into the... Uh, the store. Yeah, to, to call the sheriff to tell him that Rusty Nail's in the area. This trucker in an ice in an ice truck. Yeah. Drives in. Fuller is like, holy shit, that's Rusty Nail. Yeah. Uh, dude walks off with the bat and starts hitting his tires. Yeah, dude, I remember the, that. It scares the fuck out of out of uh, Fuller. 
And then Fuller's trying to like signal to Lewis, like, <laughs> dude, 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 it's resting now. Um, Paul Walker walks to the cash register, gives the money um, or his card, and then walks out really fast and they drive off. And then the guy starts chasing them. Yeah. And they go through this like dirt little road that leads to nowhere really. And uh, they, they find themselves trapped because there's a fence that they can't go through. Mm-hmm. Um, they stop the truck and the guy gets off the truck. They stop their car. The guy gets off the truck. Yeah, and then goes up to them. He's walking, and they're they're like he's, screaming. He's like, "Get the fuck back, man! We have a gun!" Yeah, and then he walks up. Well, I got a Mastercard. <laughs> yeah. Lewis had forgotten his Mastercard, and then hands it to him. Minutes later, uh, Rusty Nell literally just tears through the yeah. the ice truck, and they fucking just get in the car and try to outrun him, but they uh, they almost get killed. And that's when uh, Fuller, like you said, that's when he, uh, he's like, we're sorry, man. It was yeah. just a prank. They're, they're like, he's, he's pinning them to a tree and they're like, they're yeah. getting tilted forward. Like, like it's on the just side. just crushing the car. Yeah, just crushing the car. And that's when he's like, we're sorry we did this. Yeah, it was, it was just for a laugh. Mama. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then Rusty Nell stops and well, I was just playing with you, man. And then drives <laughs> off. And then, uh. Like, damn, can he take a joke? Like, come, he's just pinning your hey, car man. to a tree. Yeah, dude. Like, Steve, relax, dude. He was just... Yeah. He was just returning the favor. Yeah, he, he just tore through another truck, and he was going to crush you guys. But it was just a joke, yeah, dude. Relax, he didn't say anything. Relax, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but after that was... Uh, I mean, it was... Dude, that, that scene was, like, fucking nuts to yeah. me. Yeah, and then, the, yeah, then they end up, like... They think it's over. Yeah, they always think it's over. <laughs> they toss the CB radio, they fix the car, mm-hmm. pick up Venna, and then they go to a bar, stop at a hotel, and then full, uh, Lewis gets a phone call. I thought you said there was no girl. And ah, he's back. Yeah. The motherfucker's back. And then uh, they go through this whole ordeal. He takes Venna. He takes her friend too, Charlotte. Oh yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, man. And they just go through this whole shit storm of shit. Yeah. Venna was innocent, had nothing to do with it. They dragged her along, and now she's part of it. And uh, basically almost gets her head blown off by a shotgun. Dude, yeah. So she's like, she gets kidnapped by Rusty Nails, and he uh, like ties her to a chair and has this shotgun propped to the door. In a way, it's fashioned in a way, or rigged in a way, where if the door is open, like the, there's a rope that goes around the trigger... So that the, the rope tightens and the rigor, or trigger gets pulled. So if the door opens, her head gets blown off. And at this point, uh, they, they have somehow alerted like the police or something. Right. Uh, it was Rusty Nail. He called the cops because uh, he wanted them to break the doors down oh, so, so they could kill Venna. Yeah. In front of Lewis and And, and, and the brothers are like trying. Like they, they're almost about to open it, but they can see her through the window like, don't do it. So they go behind. And this is the part that... No, it was, it was fuller. He went from the back, door, yeah, and, he, and then he screamed out, "Lewis, don't open the door! Don't open the door! Don't open the door!" And then uh, that's when Rusty uh, almost killed Fuller. Yeah, dude, that shit was nuts because he he was impaled. Oh yeah, his leg was impaled. Oh man! Oh, and then like the it was twisted. It was hooked. Was yeah. hooked. Oh, oh damn! And like that performance when when he was like trapped like that. Yeah. Steve like did a great oh, job because he was like you crying. Could, you dude. could buy. The fact that he was an actual pain. Yeah. And I was like, man, that fucking sucks, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And I was thinking back then, like, dude, like, if we ever had to 
go through some crazy shit like that, we're gonna have to get stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, me being a bigger guy, like, I have really thick thighs, dude. Yeah. So that shit would be so hard oh. to remove, dude. Oh. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. But that's the shit I thought about. And I thought the ending was great. So they end up uh, getting Venna out uh, of the trap and everything. The cops come in and all that stuff. And they they have that moment, like, in almost every action scene where the the characters are, like, with the blanket and sitting in the back of oh, an yeah, ambulance. Oh, yeah, in the back of an ambulance. It's like, man, what a ride. What a ride. <laughs> man, mortal frequency. Yeah, that mortal frequency, man. And so they... I guess we learn that we don't talk to strangers. <laughs> Like you have, you see Lewis like put his hand on on Fuller. Hey man, never play, never talk to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> so so they're they're um, in the ambulance, just kind of sitting around, and they the police are like, hey, we found the we found the guy. This is the guy, and I think it's the truck driver, the ice truck driver. Right? Yeah, they they shot up the truck before it crashed into the motel. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought it was Rusty Nail. They shot him like multiple times, uh, and then they opened the truck and they're like, yeah. Uh, we found the culprit. It was John, whatever, happened to be the ice truck driver. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when uh, Fuller and Lewis looked at each other like, ice truck driver. Mm-hmm. And then you hear on the CB radio. Oh, in the, of the ambulance. Of the ambulance, Rusty Nell was still alive. And, he was still alive. But like, he was so, he was just talking about the rain. Like, he was like, yeah, I just did all that to them and I'm just going to let them go. Like, pretty much. And they just, what, one thing that was stupid about this movie, at that, at that point in time, this was like the last 10 seconds. They hear the CB radio. It's, it's Rusty Nail. Lewis goes to the front seat and then picks up the walkie and goes, hello? Bro. Hey, come on. Don't talk to him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude. Like, hey, is this, hello? Like, who, who is this? Like, <laughs> bro, don't talk to him. All right? Don't talk to him. Like, freaking uh, Peter Griffin. Who is this? <laughs> but yeah, man, that's uh, that's a joyride for you guys. That's yeah. our uh, what we feel was a solid candidate to be in this episode. Yeah, one of our favorites, one of my all-time favorites ever. It, yeah, I loved it. Uh, it was it was a hell of a ride, really. Not just saying that as a joke. Man, I I really loved it. I remember you talking to me about it, and I'm like. Dude, I'm ready. You were spoiling everything, but I was like, please tell me, because like I want to watch this movie so bad. Um, but but yeah, it was it was a great it was a great film. You know, just to kind of get you into into horror. So if you guys haven't watched that, I definitely recommend doing that. Um, so the other the other thing that that we want to talk about here today. Now, going back to the the key components that I mentioned earlier, we have so we have a police officer who's by himself and just driving one one car right so that didn't happen in joyride that was right. like a multi multiple cops and everything but we see that in the following film which is wrong turn and we'll get to that specific part in a bit but wrong turn was look this this movie was back in 2003 you watch that now if you make a film like that now it's it's probably gonna be bad but back in 2003 dude oh yeah Movies like Joyride, movies like Wrong Turn, the way that they were done, produced, directed, all that, it was it was spectacular, dude. Like that's what horror was at the time. Yeah, yeah definitely. It was that kind of grit. And Wrong Turn was just 
an absolute it, it wasn't it's not gonna be good but it was it was a, i loved it it was a masterpiece it's a gem dude it's a gem and um if you guys haven't seen it do yourselves a fucking favor and watch this movie dude <laughs> wrong turn is actually another one of my all-time favorite horror movies yeah. ever 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 dude this I, is something we watched back as yeah, kids again regularly right? we yeah would, we would be like man what do we watch eh, let's put on wrong let's turn. put on wrong turn yeah dude, i love so, i love wrong so turn good, man it's it was it, it, I loved it because it hooks you. Yeah. Cuz a lot of one um one of the things that I I don't like in horror is when it always takes a while to get to the to the bone to the uh, to yeah to the meat of it, you know to what I mean? Meat, yeah. And you always have to like go through the first act learning the characters, learning what their life is and everything and I'm like come on, I just want to see the shit go down. Uh it, it does happen the same way with Wrong Turn, but they have an opening scene which like just tells you like this is the movie you're watching and it starts off with these two these two college kids again college kids who are rock climbing, yeah, rock climbing yeah. and the it's a boy and a girl and the guy he goes to the to the top and the girl's like struggling to to, to make any any kind of progress and Something happens to the guy where like yeah like there's silence and she's like come on stop playing pull me up oh yeah she wants to be pulled up and then she looks up and he's just kind of you can just see him like look like looking over or what looks like him looking over mm-hmm. and she's like what are you doing and then drops of blood fall on her face yeah and then she's like what the fuck and then she starts getting uh, pulled up really fucking fast yeah and she's panicking she's she's trying she's trying to cut the rope and cuts it. And she's trying to make her escape without any harness on this. Uh, she's already a good 20 feet up. Mm-hmm. Uh, ends up, like, eating shit. Yeah, she, she falls, falls all down, the way down. Starts running. She sees a car right in front of her. She's running full speed. And then you just see oh, bar- the- barbed wire just get pulled. And then she trips on it. She and then she gets dragged. But, yeah. like, before that, when she falls, it, the, the camera pans to the top of the cliff. And you see trees moving. And you just hear like maniacal laughter. Oh damn! Like, I didn't see like, that. Like there was someone like jumping tree to tree. Oh like, fuck! Oh <laughs> damn! I I didn't remember that yeah. part, but fuck, dude. And and so that opening scene, because she trips and everything, she sees the car like right there, and then she gets dragged. Yeah. And I'm like that's it, and then you get into the movie. But I'm thinking like, damn, that's yeah, like that's a hell of an opener because you're you just kind of see what what it is. You get a little taste, get a little taste of it. And then, you know, the movie just kind of jumps right in. Um, but, dude, is, the movie is so good. Like, it's just, if you love regular uh, slasher horror, the illumination type horror, this this movie is a must-see, dude. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's great. It, it has the college kids again, and it's a group of them. It's like six, yeah. seven. I think it's about seven. But the movie, like I said, is back in 2003, uh, directed by Rob Schmidt and written by Alan B. McElroy. It's got Desmond Harrington as Chris Flynn. Whatever happened to Desmond Harrington? Dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, Eliza Sudoku as, <laughs> as Jesse Burlingame. Dude, she... Mighty fine, that one. My all-time crush in the early 2000s, dude. Yeah, man. She did a lot of TV series that, like, either got canceled somehow or for some reason. 
and or they just ended. But she did a lot of TV stuff. But I I remember watching her first in Bring It On. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, babe, dude. And twelve year old me will never forgive her for not doing a, a nude scene in any movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think wasn't it? I don't know if she ever said that she would try it or not. I don't think so. I don't think it was her. But anyway, that's just us guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I got. But it's also got Emma Emmanuel Tricky, but that's that's a girl. That's that's it's Carly. That's her. The cute one, right? It's yeah. Cute one, yeah. I think it's the one with the curly hair. Yeah. 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 And of course, I, I wanted to mention this one. It's Lindy Booth as Francine. She's a redhead, and I only want to mention that because she was in Dawn of the Dead too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah she totally was. She <laughs> yeah, totally, and so was uh, he was in Wrong Turn as well. He was the first one to die. Ah oh, shit, uh, I uh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they were a couple in Dawn of the Dead, yeah, right? They were, yeah, they were, they were, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, wow, that's funny. Name. I forgot about that, but I just remembered Lindy because I, I was like, she's cute. Yeah. She's attractive. Um, so this movie had a budget of $12.6 million, and it grossed $28.7 million, so you know, twice twice over there, so it's pretty good. Um, so pretty much the story follows these uh, this, this medical student Played by Desmond is the Chris, yeah. and he is driving. What's he doing at first? So he's going to an interview. Um, and there was like a, a chemical spill on the road. It was a lot of traffic, so he he went to a back road, found a, found a gas station. Oh, and another component of road trip horrors is the creepy um, ho- um, gas station <laughs> old man. <laughs> the yeah. hick. The hick. Yeah, he's there with the one tooth and shit. Yeah, and he's like, man, you got a phone, and he punches to the phone. And the phone doesn't work. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's the only phone we got. Blah, blah blah. Anyway, he finds this road on the map. Wait, hold on a second. Before we get any further, doesn't that guy drink Pepto Bismol? Yeah, he's holding a bottle straight of, out yeah, of the bottle. Pepto Bismol. That's fucking like weird. it's like refreshing. Or yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I remember that scene. That that scene haunted me. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember uh, uh, Desmond's character. Asks him if, for an alternate road. The old man says, I don't know of any. He looks on the map and there's like a dotted line that uh, meets with the main road 15 miles down. So he's like, I'm going to take it. And that's when he makes that wrong turn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, gets distracted on the road and hits a vehicle that happened to belong to Eliza's group. And now they're both find themselves in a predicament where they don't have cars. Right. And I they, think they yeah. eventually find out that... So I guess the road trip aspect ends really quick. <laughs> it does. It does. But it still counts. It still it counts. It still counts. Because <laughs> they were on the road trip. Yeah, they were. So that saves it. So, But, uh, yeah, so it follows him meeting up with Eliza's group. Um, I think it's about one, two, three, four, five. So it's five of them. And they... What they do is like, so it's five, six, so four of them go. So it's um, Chris, and then it's Jesse, Carly, and Carly's uh, boyfriend, I think his boyfriend. They, they go off like, hey, let's, let's just go out and find some help, see what's going on. And Lindy, or I'm sorry, Francine and uh, her, her boy toy stay behind and just kind of, you know, keep an eye on things. But they like end up trying to fuck or something, and the guy, he... He, I don't know what what happens exactly, but he gets, he just disappears. Yeah, he's gone. And she is like, "Hey, where where are you?" 
And so she goes around. I like your girl voice. Uh, thanks, man. And she goes into the, the the tree line, and as she finds like bits of him, his ear. Ah! And she finds his ear, and then this. Uh, so I remember three of the the, the monsters. They're cannibals. One of them was referred to as Three Finger. The other was Sawtooth, and the other one was something with an eye. The name, the name eye. But I think it was this guy named Sawtooth. He like comes up behind her, and grab like he he has barbed wire, uh, barbed wire in his hands, and ropes it around her mouth and pulls. Yep. And she's like screaming, like the barbed wire is cutting through. Well, I don't know how I got these scars. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get those scars, man. <laughs> like it just dug right through her fucking lips. And I'm like, oh, that's so disgusting. But that shit haunted me, man. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's kind of how, like, the first two just die, like, mad quick. And I'm thinking, you should ah, have saved them a little bit. I don't know. And so the, now we're just following the other four. And so they're, they're going around, and they find... A cabin. Yeah, a little shed kind of cabin thing. Yeah, they find that, that, like, the home of these cannibals. And so, as they're exploring around, trying to find some kind of, I think, a radio or something. It's just something to get help or whatever. They end up finding a ton of, like, organs and body parts. Weapons. Weapons, dude. Like, before they get out, like, the fucking truck with the cannibals. Oh, God. Like, they get home. So, they have to hide in this cabin they end up hiding in there and then uh they're like i think eliza's character can can peek through a hole behind a door she's she yeah can. like the door lock thing yeah. yeah and then um they drop what's her oh francine they drop yeah. her body on the table and chop her up in front of them yeah and they're just they're just there in fucking horror as their friend just gets dismembered dude yeah that is so brutal bro like i forget who it was because so chris is under like the like a bed or something yeah i think the, like a table but i think wasn't he holding onto someone yeah it was the uh carly right yeah I think oh so. okay okay that makes sense so he was like he has his hand over her mouth so she wouldn't squeal and so as the, they're chopping francine's oh, body the blood the blood dude it's like trickling towards them yeah and then like, like a, a finger or something like falls oh! like, inches from her face yeah and then like one of the cannibals is reaching down yeah. like trying to find it and then i think he like puts it in his mouth he like yeah. eats it. he <laughs> eats it dude. oh uh, god can so you imagine like like he's trying to find it and she like flicks it towards him <laughs> or just picks it up here you go, <laughs> here you go. Oh, oh, thanks <laughs> oh there we go thank you and he's just like oh. <laughs> 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 but that shit was nuts dude yeah. Oh God, hell nah. Ha ha. And then that very, very shortly after, yeah. um, Carly's boyfriend is gets arrowed. Okay, so yeah. yeah, they they end up like, oh man, no, no, no. Right before, so so the cannibals after they're done, they go to sleep, and and they have to like like tippy toe out like yeah, and so they're like, it's an intense scene. And oh, I, and he opens his eyes. Dude, dude, yeah. So he, so they all leave, and they're 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 opening the door to leave, and it has like a spring on the on the top, and it's like creaking. So Chris, he like grabs it, 
and he like opens the door and they like all like dip out and he's like in pain because like the the, the spring the is spring like, is like it's pinching him mad like it it broke skin like, yeah he's and he's like bleeding and so once they all dip he like he like looks over his shoulder and i think it's sawtooth again who's like laying down and one of his eyes is open staring right at him <laughs> Oh <laughs> fuck that dude! They he just drops like go, just go, and so they they disappear into the forest line again. The truck you know revs and it follows them, and that's when they uh, go into like this field, you know, uh, filled with cars, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Tons and tons of cars All from the people, people. They fucking killed. Yeah, and they uh, they have like a standoff where the cannibals are. They, are they shooting at them? Yeah, they have like a rifle. Yeah, yeah they, they they're rifle. shooting at them and they're like trying to duck between the cars and everything. And so he, the the, the boyfriend, Carly's boyfriend, he's this tall, lanky dude. Very he, David Schwimmery. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. And he, I think he takes it upon himself to be the hero. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which rule number something from Zombieland, don't be a hero. And so he decides to do that and have, have the rest of them like, go because they they end up getting into a truck and like yeah. dipping out and he is like i'll just i'll just meet you up there i'll be a distraction and so as he's like running towards them like he stops he he starts slowing down yeah and they're like what are you doing but yeah like come on what are you what are you doing and then like you see like the blood blossom into his shirt from the front yeah he drops you see three arrows on his back and they just like leave and she's like crying elias is there like it's okay. Her. You'll find another man. You'll find another. You're pretty girl. There's plenty of uh, fish in the sea. <laughs> right now is not the time to have that. <laughs> no, she really doesn't say that. But they they end up driving out and they find like a like a tower. Yeah. And they they go up there and they find a, a ham radio, and they're trying to uh, get help and stuff, but no one's answering them. And that's when they start seeing the fucking cannibals with the torches, like oh, yeah, trying yeah. to find them. And so no one's answering, no one's responding to their calls for help. And as soon as the cannibals come in, you hear like a squawk in the radio. Yeah, well, what's your position? Over. And the like, cannibals are like, oh, they're right there. Ah, <laughs> I like, got you, we found you, found you. <laughs> found you. <laughs> and so they're like trying to figure out how to save themselves. And Carly is like, we don't know our position. And that's what I was thinking, like, what do you say to that? Like what's right. your what's your position? Uh, our coordinates are one one two nine. Yeah, yeah. Latitude is yeah. ninety degrees. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know what do you say. Like I'm in the I'm in a tower. Uh, hope that helps. Yeah. I, I have, I'm wearing like an orange shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Chris, like they're climbing the ladder, but Chris like closes the door. I think. Yeah. And that's when the cannibals are like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out of here. And they light the tower. And this next part, I was like, dude, you gotta be ballsy as fuck to do because they get out and jump into a tree. Oh yeah, dude. I Oh my god. Knowing me, dude, I probably wouldn't have jumped far enough. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have ended up like my hands just like sliding on the tree, just like shredding my hands apart and then falling to my death <laughs> easily. <laughs> <laughs> Your skin just like all yeah. shredded, dude. There's yeah. no way I would survive that. Oh hell no, dude. It was um it, it was it was really it was just scary as fuck. Yeah. Because they all three of them have to do it and they have to like hug the, the tree. 
And what what happened? What happens after that? So um, Carly, Eliza's character, and then uh, uh, Desmond's character. I don't really know their names. They're climbing through the trees, and the cannibals are after them. You can hear them like wailing and laughing, like like they're having fun on this hunt. And then it led to one of the best death scenes I've ever seen in my life, where Carly is on a branch standing up. Oh hell yeah! And I think it was Sawtooth. Pro or I, no, I think it was Three Finger. Three Finger is the, the the skinny one. Yeah, he he literally just wrap, like has an axe in his hand, wraps around the tree, and just yeah. slices her head in half. So when when the blade hits, it hits like right under the nose and just goes right through and gets stuck on the tree and then all you see is carly oh my god carly's eyes blinking and then the camera pans right over her head and her body is just crashing through the branches yeah. flipping just hits the ground fucking lifeless dude that was genius yeah <laughs> when i saw that shit i was like what the fuck yeah that was so dude that was so fucking tight dude it was it i love that kill scene is a one bro a one dude it was, dude it was nuts dude that's I, I remember seeing that and her eyes also they bleed right no no, no they they the the irises they oh yeah 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 they widen like because I think that happens when you die yeah. or some shit. And I'm like, damn! I like, thought, like, he didn't go all the way through when I first saw that. I was like, oh, man, like, you really fucked her up. Oh, But gosh. then when it pans over and you Dude, see her can, body just like... Can, can you imagine if, like, it didn't go all the way through and, like, the rest of her body, like, the weight of it, like, uh, just rips? Like, <laughs> oh, the sound of it just... Yeah! Like, oh, dude. Ooh, fuck that. <laughs> But what do you do like you like so he because the axe is uh, is still in the tree and her head is on top of it yeah the rest of her head anyway so he's like just pick it up ah. <laughs> like what do you do i don't know I, I think right after that they were setting up some kind of trap yeah the branch the branch and so chris was holding onto the branch and then Liza Liza, was the bait yeah and so she's like walking over and uh three finger the guy who killed carly he was like he was toying with her a little bit he was gonna go up to, to kill her and that's when she like gets away from the uh from the hit and he let chris lets go of the branch and like slams right into right. three finger and fucks he, like, him up fucks him up he goes he goes uh crashing and that's when okay so that's when i love this part because so far it's been like one thing after another and after all this shit uh, the last two remaining you know chris and uh and, and the Jesse, most attractive ones. The most attractive ones, right? They they end up going into well, like a waterfall, and they're hidden behind the water. And I, I really like this because the directors and the writers were like, "Hey, let's give them some time to breathe and like yeah. talk a little bit." And that's when we find out that what's her name, Jesse? I keep forgetting her name. She, they she had just broken up with her boyfriend. Yeah. And her friends decided to do this trip to kind of for her for her to get her mind off and make her feel better. And she was like, now they're all dead. And I'm, I was thinking about that, dude. I'm like, dude, you're, you're the worst life. You're the worst life. Like, you survived this. Then what happens? Like, your friends are dead, dude. The like, love of your life left you. Yeah. So it's like quadruple the heartache of any normal person going through anything. Yeah. Maybe. Damn. Maybe it you feels, shouldn't man. 
Elijah, I'm here for you. I'm here. I'm if you're here. listening to this podcast, just know that me and Chris are here for you. <laughs> A moment of silence. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, dude, just, I don't know. I, I liked how they just captured that because it, it just made you realize, like, dude, like, because even if you don't, if, if you weren't invested in the story, you still got to think, like, what if, what if you just lost all of your friends, dude? Yeah. Like, all of them in one day. I'm just that, glad that, it, like, it wasn't mindless horror. It was, like... Like, they made you care. Yeah. They made you care about her. Like, now you really, really didn't want her to die. Yeah. Because right before, uh, when, when they, when the group was in that field full of the cars and everything, and the, the boyfriend uh, was like, hey, you guys go, I'll be the distraction. Carly was like, no, don't, don't do that. And there was a moment where he, like, grabs her face, and he's like, listen, we're going to get out of here. We're going to get out of the forest. We're never going to go into the forest again. We're going to get married. And we're gonna uh, live the rest of our lives, and that was like, dude, like, they just just that moment of yeah. like, believe in me, like we're gonna be okay. Yeah. And then it fucking doesn't work out. That's so sad, dude. Man, that's he, so sad. He wasn't a man of his word. He <laughs> wasn't a man. What of a his piece word. of shit. Yeah, dude. dude I, honestly, I'm glad he died. Yeah, you like, know what? You didn't you didn't keep your word, bro. Like, <laughs> you you didn't love her. Yeah, you didn't love her enough, dude. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, honestly, it has it has some good some some good content there, and they I don't know they it's it's more of like a horror, but they they do trickle in some like emotional feels yeah, into definitely. it and stuff. And and honestly, like the whole time, like I was thinking like you know, Jesse she lost all her friends sure, and Chris he was just kind of there like. Ah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> that scene where they're chopping up Francine. He, you know, everyone's like, oh, fuck. And he's just kind of there like, I, I know this is bad. And I'm, you know, I'm sorry for you guys, but I'm not emotionally hurt. Yeah, they're like, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I literally just met you five minutes ago. <laughs> um, so moving forward here, uh, we want to talk about uh, a remake. We're doing a remake this time here. And so this movie it definitely falls into a few other categories that we mentioned. We got the good-looking people, check. We got the police department that is just in the middle of butt-fuck nowhere, check, check. And we got Long Stretchers Road, check. Triple check. And this one is The Hitcher. The Hitcher, man. The Hitcher is my shit, dude. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good. Dude, I, it was, no, I, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. That was, that was me being hasty. It was okay. I'm gonna go with that. It was okay. I'll definitely go into it. Why? I thought it was it was a fun kind of like watch. Like if there's nothing, if you just want to watch like a just a whatever film, I thought it was good. Like to just have on um, once. I I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> and here's where you're wrong, Chris. Okay. You just are. <laughs> you just are. <laughs> Everyone listening, um, talk shit to Chris, please, in the comment sections. Tell him that he's worthless for saying such an atrocious statement. Nonsense. <laughs> Nonsense. Dude, so I know a lot of people that don't like this movie. Because, oh, the original's better. Well, hate me more because I've never seen the original. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 2007, The Hitcher. I love this movie. It has brutality. It has grit. Mm. It has Sean Bean. And... I, uh, dude, it's incredible. 
Sean Bean dies. <laughs> Before we talk about that movie, let's talk about how much Sean Bean dies, dude. All right, let's cut him off. Where, right. What does he die in? He died in GoldenEye, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Equilibrium, The Island, The Hitcher, Black Death, Patriots Game, just to name a few. Jupiter Ascending, I'll mention that one because I actually watched it. He dies. Sean Bean... Why you die so much? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, don't die. <laughs> but I think his his name is uh, definitely the just just the epitome of like the English language, because like it's it's oh yeah Sean Bean Sean Bean S E A N B E A N <laughs> Sean Bon Seen Bean Seen Bean. <laughs> And um, dude, Sean Bean, honestly though, like jokes aside, he's a phenomenal actor mm-hmm. and he's incredibly convincing as a serial. Yeah, actor. oh absolutely. He is so convincing in his role in this movie. He he was so uh, in, in as his role because uh, he plays the hitcher. He's so cold and detached. Yeah, absolutely. Like not just towards the characters but towards the audience. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck he is or what he, he's doing. No emotion ever. Never, just dude. cold eyes. Um and to be honest, he would fuck up Rusty Nail. Oh damn. <laughs> Easily. I would love to see them yeah. at it. See I, what it, the fuck. I don't know, dude, because <laughs> Sean Bean literally killed everyone at a police station. Oh my god. And then fucked up four police cruisers and a fucking a helicopter. helicopter. Single-handedly, dude. Yeah. I was like, dude, there's no way. There's no when I was watching that yeah. scene, like, there's no way you gotta stop. <laughs> But uh, yes, it, it stars uh, <laughs> Sophia Bush and Zachary Knighton as a college couple. College couple. So they, pl- they play mo- like the intro. This is how early, like this is how two thousands horror it is. It starts off with uh, uh, Sophia's character running out of her dorm oh. with "Move Along" by All American oh, Reach. Oh, I remember that. Like, dude. <laughs> honestly, I love that shit. Please keep pop punk in the beginning of horror movies. It sets the I, mood, man. I love that, dude. dude that was so, great. So it's a very 2000s thing, man. I man, love it. You gotta keep it strong. Boob along, boob along. So it has, as you mentioned, Sophia as Grace and Zachary Knighton as Jim. Uh, this movie is directed by Dave Myers and it grossed uh, in its entire lifetime. This film grossed. $25.4 million, and it only lasted six weeks in the theaters. Wow. So, yeah, most of that money earned was, like, after that. So, in, in you know, I guess, like, in DVD sales right. or, or whatever, um, it grossed, you know, $25 million like, after the, the six weeks. But the film, it was, it was really interesting because the whole time I'm thinking, all right, you got to tell me what, what you're after. Right. And I don't think it does. I don't think no, it really it, tells you. No, he's just a, he's a ghost. Like they mentioned, like he had no identity. Yeah. He was just from town to town, just on the road, just killing. It's just what he does. Yeah. It's what he enjoys to do. He just kills people. Kind of like, kind of like Rusty Nail bringing it back. Like, right. we don't know who he is and why does he do the things he does? Like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. And that just puts a, an element of like fear mystery. and mystery. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck is his reason for doing all this shit? And like, this couple, they can't seem to get away from this man. Like they, no. they, they're, they're just trying to go to Lake Havasu and have good spring break. Arizona. But, yeah. <laughs> but they end up just 
not being able to enjoy shit. They're in his web. Yeah, they're in that web, and he know he just can find them wherever they are. Apparently, again, like I, I don't understand the hate uh, for this movie. I think it, it holds any any and every element you would want in a rated R uh, road trip horror. It has the blood, it has the the, the violence, the the grit. Um, I just thought it was it was perfect, man. Sean Bean, props to you, my dude. <laughs> Loved it. What uh, are the well? Before I get into, there's a specific scene that I, I really didn't like. But before we get into that, so pretty much like the story goes, you know, after they they are on the road, they meet up, they they pass the the, the hitcher. And he, I think he's in like in a car accident or something? No, his car's on the side of the road. It's pouring rain. It's just like a, a, a figure. Like, you can't really see him. Right. Um, they almost hit him, and they, they swerve oh, out of the they way. Oh, they swerve. And, and then they, they drive off. Right. Grace was like, let's, let's keep going. Yeah, guys. let's fucking go. So when they're stopping by, I think, for gas, um, Jim, he goes into the store, into the, the clerk, and the, the hitcher comes in, and he is such an awkward yeah, weird yeah. scene when they're having that conversation and he pretty much just guilts Jim into giving him a ride and dude that first scene where they have that ride together was weird to me I loved it like it, it made like it made my skin crawl a little yeah. bit cause he's like he's in the passenger seat and it's, uh, Grace is in the back seat and you know Jim's driving so what like so he, at some point like it just escalates yeah. It escalates really fast, and he grabs Grace, uh, like in a headlock almost, and has like a knife to her eye, and he's like, Jim is driving, I think he's like, he can't stop. Right, and they're he, going like 80 miles per hour. Right, and so, he, uh, the hitcher's like, hey, like, you want to save her? All you gotta do is say, I want to die, and he's like, ah, um, you know, and she's like, don't say it, I think. And he's like, you just got to say it. I don't want to, or I want to die. And they, they, I love this, this part. This is actually one of the scenes that I really liked because they pulled, they, they outsmarted him. Yeah. So how, how did that go exactly? So like, I guess Grace looked at into his eyes and kind of knew what he was thinking, like hit the brakes. Like, let's hit the brakes and get him like, like, let's get him out of here. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, as he, as he's about to say, I want to die, uh, Jim's like mouthing, he's like, I, and then he yells, I don't want to die, and then hits the brakes. That part was so funny to me, the first time I watched it, it just reminded me of Spongebob, when Patrick goes, because he told me to! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Anyway, he goes, I don't want to die. Hits the brakes, hard as shit. Sean Bean's character, uh, the hitcher, hits like, the windshield hard. Yeah. And like like cracks it like like heavily. And then uh the car's still moving. Uh, Jim is like, just kicking uh the hitcher like yeah. over and over and over and in and, 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 and Grace, open the door, open the door. And she's open like the in the back seat, like yeah, trying, she's to trying to reach in and open yeah. the door. And he just keeps kicking like in this like just panic, dude. Yeah. And you're like, man, get him the fuck out of the car. And yeah. Like, at this point, you're like, man, this this they better get him out because he's gonna kill them. Yeah. And they they succeed. They get him out of the car and they just drive off. And they're like, well, that was that. Yeah. <laughs> great, great. What a ride. What a ride. <laughs> <laughs> and th- their troubles are only just beginning, dude. Yeah. So they end up uh, th- they're on the road and they end up being behind a car, like a family. 
car, yeah. like from like National Lampoon type car. Right, right. And they they see the motherfucking hitcher in the back with the kid. With the kid, dude. He's like, there's a stuffed animal and he's waving, and then he like peeks his head over. And it's Sean Bean just staring at him like, oh, Aha, you didn't get me. <laughs> I'm back. And like they, they, they freak out. They're like, man, we, we got to stop them. We got to stop them. And uh, they swerve, and then they almost hit a semi, and they, and they crash over a cliff, and they fuck up their car. And they're like, man, like, what the fuck do we do now? And then uh, they end up uh, just walking along the road and end up finding the car broken down. Yeah, dude. The family car. Oh, this is so nuts. And they look in inside. Well, Jim looks inside of it. And the kid is dead. There's blood on the windows. The wife, her throat is slit. The dad is still, still alive. Still alive. And they rush to this diner, a local diner. And then that's where uh, they... No, they don't bump into the hitcher there. That's when the cops grab them. I, I hated that part because it was, no, it was frustrating because I think it was Grace who goes into the to the to the restaurant and she's Cop like cops. Asking, yeah, she's like and they're, and they're just like all like redneck and shit, just like Mah. yeah, dude. It was well, what like it was frustrating. And then, and then, but what frustrated me even more? She didn't repeat herself. She's like, "Where are the napkins?" And then went to the bathroom for napkins. I'm like, oh my how about God. you just get the cops on the phone first yeah. before trying to save it? Like, you, you're running that. from a killer. You know who did it. And you're trying to save this dude's life. I think the cops are more important than getting napkins for, for the blood. It was, it, yeah, it was infuriating because she doesn't just stop and say, hey, there's a guy who's been following us and he killed his family. We need the cops. Like, please help us. She just... Like there's no explanation. She's like go, goes into the re uh, bathroom and starts getting napkins. But then because of like her shit, the waitress is like, I, you know what? Y'all don't seem like some good do people well people. So she goes and like calls the police herself yeah. and is like, hey, I got some baddies here for you guys. Tag them and bag them. <laughs> and, and that's <laughs> when the cops come in and they're like, hey, you guys, you guys, you did this. We know it. There's what Evidence. you see is what you get. Yeah. So that's kind of their mentality, the cops' mentality. So they blame these college students for the murder of a, of a family. Why? And so do they take them to the station? Yeah, they're at the station. And uh, Grace, Grace is her name, right? Yeah. She's in the, the interrogation room. Jim is in the cellar in the, in the, in the basement. Yeah. And uh, so fast, the hitcher just kills everyone mm. everyone so fast dude and like she looks through the through the window the the, the two-way mirror mm -hmm. and she's like i know you guys are watching like blah, blah blah we didn't do it and then it just kind of pants like through the window yeah and it's sean bean just oh. standing there drawing grace's face with blood oh damn and then uh that's when uh he goes to the cellar and threatens Jim, and he's and they're like, man, why are you doing this? And like, he gives them no answer, and basically he's just toying with them at this point. Um, Grace gets a gun, gets Jim. The hitcher's gone out of out of sight. They don't know where he went, and they run. And then all these cops show up, um, and they're like, man, what the fuck happened? Blah blah blah. Uh, Grace and Jim still running. They're like, ah, we can't do cops because they think we did this. Yeah. And then that's when uh, they run to the hitcher again. He, they, they get caught by the cops again, and the hitcher shoots the cop in the head. 
And then yeah. that's when they get caught again. They, dude, <laughs> so fucking bad. Yeah, dude. Oh, no, actually, no. This is when they're running on the road uh, in the car, in the cop car. And then that's when the hitcher takes down the four units with the helicopter with a handgun and his car. I, I got it. Oh, my God. A handgun, dude. Yeah. That was nuts. Just straight face. I like, didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Sean Bean's a fucking badass. Yeah, dude. dude. Like, I do. This is a Tuesday for me. Yeah. And I, I got to give it uh, credit to the, the, you know, Jim and Grace because... They still kept driving, even though their the cop car that they were driving was like torn to shit. Yeah, they're going like twenty miles. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "No, nah, we, we're going. We're not stopping." Uh, it finally breaks down. They find themselves in a motel. They break into one of the rooms. Uh, Jim, while they're in the shower, tells Grace, "Hey, I'm gonna go uh, get some help. So just uh, chill." Uh, Grace ends up falling asleep. Wakes up to uh, a cupcake next to her. The, the the headrest and she's like oh that's so sweet starts getting touched by jim turns around not jim not jim hey it's not jim <laughs> it's sean bean and uh he gets on top of her starts like uh roughing her up oh he's trying to like do yeah like, dirty uh yeah and then uh she goes to the bathroom puts on her pants cute little booty anyway that's when she finds out that jim's tied between the two semi trucks. Oh man! So like his his wrists are bound to one, and then his legs together are bound to the to the one that the hitcher's inside of. Yeah, and Grace is like aiming the gun at him, like let let him go, like let him go. And then the cops come. Yeah, and Sean Bean gives zero fucks. Yeah, no fucks given. And like the part when when she's like, just stop, you can stop, and and then he just kind of like does like a little smug face. No. I can't. <laughs> like, nah. Like, why? Well, in fact, I can't. Hey, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't wanna. And so, I thought this is so annoying, dude. Because the cops come, and they're like, Hey, you girl, stop. And she's like, I'm gonna get in this truck now. Because, no, she was already inside. Oh, she was inside. Yeah. And she's like, yelling, like, hey, he's the bad guy. And... This part I hated so much, dude, because there was a scene, there was a, a, a small little part where we're seeing Jim from like his angle tied, right? And you could see the cops looking at him and then looking back and they're like aiming their guns at her. And I'm like, guys, you, you don't see this guy like uh, bound by his wrists and feet in danger you got you don't see that like you don't your first instinct doesn't to be like hey let's maybe let's maybe work something else out because because i don't i don't think this is right that annoyed me so much dude but at the same time like what options do they have like they can't just shoot sean bean because he has his hands on the driving wheel on the steering wheel like That's true. they can't just shoot sean bean and her her being a foot away from him i guess they were falling their protocol or whatever. I, I feel like if I was a cop, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'd be like, you know what? First things first, let's get the gun out of the let's get the gun out of the equation mm-hmm. and try to de-escalate this. So maybe that's what they were attempting. Failed miserably. Sean means like I don't give a fuck. Boom! Hits the gas. Hits the gas, 
and you see it. You see Jim's body just rip in half out of nowhere. And you like this whole time, like usually when it's like a like a couple in the movie, they usually survive. They usually survive. So yeah. I was like, I was pretty like, what the fuck when yeah. I saw him? I was like, oh it, shit! It was mad quick, and they just cuts to the next scene right after. Yeah, it. and it like, leaves you like, did I just see that? Yeah. Now this is a part that I hate. I this is where I was like, you guys had the moment, you screwed it up. She ends up uh, like going into like the like the doctor's office or whatever. She's getting checked up. Right. She's at, she's at, she's uh, getting checked out at the station. Station. The cops yeah. So she's just getting checked up and everything. A bigger station. A bigger. Yeah. Because the last one got fucked up. <laughs> and she, the rest of the movie, was completely uh, unfazed by the fact that she's now by herself. Like I, I, I get like if they were saying they could argue like yeah she's Trauma. just like um, in shock or whatever but it's like okay no no she's not because she, she just didn't have any emotion the rest of the film she was like angry towards the hitcher but it could like it just it, it didn't feel uh, like a direct kind of anger because it wasn't like you killed the love of my life it was like it was more of an anger like you keep bothering me. Like she didn't mention Jim, she she didn't really feel his 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 loss, and I thought, you know, we've been following you two for like the entire movie. Maybe you should. I'm still in shock. Maybe you you should be too. I don't know. I'm just thinking. You you slept with the guy. You should probably feel something. That I it was so frustrating to me. Dude. I I bought the fact that she uh, had trauma mm -hmm. for what just happened. Right. And she was kind of emotionless. I bought that just because I, I like, I've heard that happening before, like in natural, yeah. natural disasters where I've like heard that too. the children just kind of show zero emotion. They're just blank, just stare off into the distance. So I bought it. I was like, okay, <laughs> maybe she's she's in that state. Well, the, uh, the then thing, becomes a badass. Like right, right after that, survives an explosion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. where where were these abilities? Yeah, the whole she just movie? survived the explosion. Cause the, then, the where, where did the explosion come from? That was uh, Sean Bean shot the 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 leaking gas right right so we'll get to that in a minute um here's the thing though i want to talk about that part where she like the trauma thing the the thing is like that that's happened before where people like they, they lose someone they love or something crazy happens where they're in such huge trauma that they don't they don't they don't register the feelings physically the thing is the movie didn't capitalize on that they didn't say like there, there wasn't like you you could look at this girl and be like hey like are you what's going on like you seem like you don't care and it just didn't capitalize the fact like hey she's in trauma she's in this state where she's like you know what i mean like it if, if it, we gotta uh, to see a bit of her like in her mindset like if maybe she's just kind of like repeating the the uh, him dying or just repeating uh some memories of of them being together just something to let me see like yeah he's think she's thinking about him definitely or even like a uh, scream after he died instead of like straight from him getting ripped in half to the next scene and maybe should have showed an extra like three five seconds of her just screaming in agony like like he's dead like uh, I guess yeah. it, it did do that a little bit, but it maybe should have been, uh, they should have uh, made it a bit longer. Yeah, kind of committed to it. But I did buy into the trauma thing. Um, mm -hmm. I thought it was good. And then it, it, they went back to that when uh, she was about to kill uh, Sean Bean. Well, so 
they they're transporting him to right. like a new prison. Which is pretty dumb. It's only two vehicles. <laughs> yeah, and and here's the here's the dumb part. So she's uh, Grace is in the car with uh, Estridge, who's the, who's the captain, police captain, and they're in the, in the car in front or whatever. I don't or in behind, I think. And the the hitcher is being transported in the big van truck thing where they do the the, the, the uh, transportations. And <laughs> this is the part that I hate because. They've seen this guy just wreck four police cruisers and a fucking helicopter with a handgun, and they're like, put him in that van with one guy next to him, just to keep, just to keep an eye on him. Old guy at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where does that make sense, Captain? So the the whole scene, like, uh, Hitcher, the Hitcher's just looking at... We, we never find out his real name. So he's just looking at the, 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 uh, the guard... And his hands are bound behind his his back, and you see him like break oh, he his snaps his, yeah, his thumb to get out of the restraints. And the whole like you see his face, and I was thinking because he he made no flinch, no nothing when he broke his thumb, and I'm thinking, dude, you gotta be. It's it was one of the like the sociopaths or whatever yeah. to be able to mask that kind of pain. Right. And he like uh, gets out of the the handcuffs. Uh, from from one hand and he, violently by the way like not only was his thumb broken but he was actually pulling the skin so oh, hard fuck. that it started like leaking a lot of blood he, yeah. and he was just his hands were shaking and he, was, and he finally gets it free just whoop slips out and then like i guess he gets the hook of uh, yeah. the the cuff yeah. and slices the, the the officer's neck grabs the gun shoots the the passenger the, yeah uh and then freaks out the driver causes a car crash uh, another car is involved and hits um, the car that Olivia, or Olivia. Olivia. Where the fuck did I get Olivia? <laughs> the car that hits, hits her. Yeah, Grace. And he just hits her. Yeah. Hardest shit. Not her, the car, obviously. but And then that's when the uh, captain is pinned in the SUV. And then Grace takes the gun and tries to, really stupid, opens the, the back door of the van. It's like, where is he? Obviously, he's hiding behind the other door he chose not to open. <laughs> Grabs her, throws her in, gets out, shuts the door, locks it, shoots the gas. Shoots the gas, it's leaking, and then it blows up. The van blows yeah. up. And he goes over to the captain who's pinned, and the, 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 the door won't open. Yeah. And uh, the captain is like, hey, like, don't do this, this, or that. He goes... Well, he, uh, he shoots him in the head, and I love the, his last words. It was, and he delivered it so well, he goes... Go fuck yourself. Yeah! And it shoots him in the head. <laughs> Boom! And then Dude, Hitcher kills him. That scene the, where like you see like the yeah, bullet... Zero re emotion, no reaction. He just kind of shoots him in the head and he just kind of stares at him. Just yeah. Falls but back. like uh, uh, the, the, the actor, like that shit was crazy. Like he just like, his eyes roll back and he just falls. I'm yeah. like, that was nuts. That was I'm nuts. pretty sure that's how... It would probably be. Yeah. And that's when we see Grace just like... Kick the door down. Kick the door down. Has a shotgun in her hand. Yeah. That she uh, managed to grab from the front of the van. Shoots him in the back. Uh, goes up to him. She's about to kill him. And Sean Bean says, feels good, doesn't it? And that's when it brings back to the whole like trauma thing. She's like, I don't feel a thing. Shoots him in the head. Yeah. Movie ends. I applaud. Chris <laughs> is like, meh. <laughs> but anyway, man, uh, that's the hitcher for you guys. You yeah. guys should definitely, definitely watch it. If you've only seen the original and you haven't watched the, the recent one, uh, just because of people hating on it, 
just watch it and, and be be the judge yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I, I thought it was an absolute gem. Um, and real quick though, um, so I learned that Jessica Biel actually turned down the role for Grace. Oh, so she shit. would have been that in it. So tight. Well, it was cool because uh, Michael Bay is actually producer for The Hitcher. Oh, and he did. And he did Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw yeah. 2003. That's right. So and that, was 2007, that just, yeah. I just made a realization. Yeah, wow. I, I love everything that Michael Bay <laughs> does that involves horror. Here's another thing, too. Um, when she turned it down, uh, Britney Spears was actually considered. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, my God. Dude, that would have been so bad. It would have, right? Isn't that, like, really close to, like, when she had a breakdown, too? It was 2007, yeah. <laughs> so she, was, she lost her mind because they, they, they didn't give her the role. They didn't give her it? Oh, that was the, that was the last yeah. straw. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so shifting gears here. This one I'm really excited about. We got Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers, man. Oh, my gosh. This movie, written and directed by Victor Salva. Um, it, bu- it had a budget of $10 million and it grossed $59.2 million. Um, it has Gina Phillips as Trisha Jenner and our boy Justin Long as Derry Jenner. And Justin Long, this was when he was like starting up, like in his prime and everything. Loved, loved his acting. Um, and it's also got Jonathan Breck as The Creepers. This is back in 2001. So the, the film... Uh, the, the name of this film was actually based off that song, Jeepers Creepers, as you can tell. And um, it was it was a hell of a film, dude. Scared the fuck out of anyone that watched it. Dude, ask anyone that watched Jeepers Creepers, they were scared of it. Yeah. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't met one person that wasn't. Like, I personally wasn't as scared of it as everyone else was, but I really thoroughly enjoyed Jeepers Creepers, man. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. It's, it became... A classic almost instantly. Right, yeah. Almost instantly. So, uh, so it, it pretty much follows these two siblings as they're uh, you know, going down a, a you know, road trip. And they end up crossing paths with this human-like creature who is out to just kind of just eat people. Yeah. Like he harvests people and he, uh, or kidnaps them and just like has them to like, to like eat and make shit out of. And it is... It is it is so dark and scary, dude. Yeah, dude. Like even the the car- uh, the actors, so Gina and Justin, they were actually like they read like the first 20 pages of the script and they were like fucking spooked by. It. They were like, "Oh, hell no. This is nuts." Yeah. But the uh, the film is just it's not like the the best film ever done. Obviously, but it's it's just it hooks you right in. Yeah, dude. definitely. It's it's really good. It has a lot. It, there's a good chemistry between. Um, yeah, prime the, acting for sure. Right, exactly. Prime acting, dude. You can definitely tell the the connection between the the, the brother and sister. Like they have they have that sibling kind yeah. of uh, connection going on that anyone can relate to. So I absolutely loved it because you you feel for these characters and you're terrified for them. One of the scenes that I wanted to talk about was. Uh, towards the like when they first meet the creeper, they're driving along uh, past the house. It was a church, I think. A church, yeah, it was a church, and they see this dark, cloaked figure grabbing like a so like a, something, like yeah. this, this bag, and just dumping it into like a like a drain pipe, like a huge yeah. ass drain pipe, and 
This shit was nuts, dude, because they're driving along as he, as he's doing it. And you know what they're thinking, dude. That's a body. That's a body, That's dude. That's a body, dude. We are, we are we really seeing this right now? Yeah. And to make matters worse, as they drive along, he, like... Turns around. Turns around and locks eyes with them, dude. Oh, my oh, God. I damn. shit myself, dude. That shit was nuts, dude. And and then right after, he, like, gets into his car. Into was his also, like, the most advanced vehicle <laughs> of all time. It's like the Men in Black car when you hit the, like, the... The, the, the button? The, the, button. the turbo button, yeah. Don't touch the button. That button. <laughs> the button that you don't touch. That's the one that he pushes all the time when he drives, apparently. <laughs> Because and this car like it's it's so advanced and it's disguised as like a piece of shit truck. Yeah. Like how does that balance out? Because as they're driving, they're like going like full speed, like the the brother uh, siblings, and this truck is still like it's going fast enough to like ram them from yeah, behind. Yeah, dude, it's it's stupid fast. <laughs> it's dumb fast, dude. And it's funny because later on you find out he has wings. Yeah. And like my um, like, don't drive the car. Yeah. Like maybe he, he maybe to disguise himself, but. How do you disguise that face? That's true. Like so, you hey, scarf. how about you don't have a car? Yeah. Guess what? You fly. Yeah, and besides, that's gas, and you can reduce uh, pollution. Yeah, dude, come on. Come on, that's your. That's the real. You monstrosity. can. You can. You can take my eyes and my belly button. You can take this heart, but don't pollute the earth. Yeah, don't fuck up this world <laughs> any more than it needs to, man. <laughs> so here's a here's a uh, a really freaky thing that I found out about this was um so at, in the in the film before they meet the, the the creeper before they see him dumping bodies you know they're playing a game like the license plate game whatever so they the movie actually that scene was inspired by a real life event um, it had uh, these siblings Ray and Marie Thompson who were also just driving by you know playing a license plate game. And they pass by a house that's owned by this guy named Dennis Depew. And as they're passing this house, they see him dumping a body. The body belonged to his wife, who he shot in the back of the head uh, after, like, when she was threatening for divorce. So she was like, I'm out of here. And he shoots her and he, like, dumps her body at the same time as, as the, the Tom, uh, Thompson uh, siblings are, are driving by. And he gets in his car and follows after them. And this is like 30 years ago or something. And that shit is terrifying, dude. Can you imagine just me and you just chilling like, hey, man, we're going to go record another episode of this podcast. And then <laughs> we see that shit and then we start getting followed, dude. Hey, you want to be in our podcast? <laughs> as you're killing us, as might as well make the last episode. <laughs> just end it with a bang, you know? Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that shit is nuts, dude. Yeah, fuck that. Oh hell no. I don't know. I loved it, dude. It it was really interesting because it it didn't have like this huge cast where it was like an an elimination uh, type film. It was just it went down to these two siblings just trying to fight this fucking monster. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene at the end, the third act, where they are in the police department, dude. Yeah. And oh yeah, dude. And so they're in the police department and this thing like is after them and it's filled with cops and dude like not even the cops could help you like that's terrifying like you're in a, a place where you're you're you have police officers like there. the safest you can possibly be yeah in theory yeah in theory and still like no one could do anything like they had to watch or, or gina had to watch as 
not Gino, but uh, Trisha had to watch as her brother got taken away by this creeper. And like all the cops are just there like, oh fuck. Like not, not blaming them, but it's like, dude, like they're just watching and, and wonder like, what the hell is that thing? So definitely the creeper can probably beat the hitcher and Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> both. <laughs> Oh man, but dude, it was I loved it. Um, th- this one is definitely one of my one of my top favorites. And I, I'm more than positive everyone listening has seen it. It's one of those cult classics yeah. that you have to watch, even <laughs> if you're not a horror fanatic. Jeepers Creepers is just one of those movies that you have to have watched. Yeah. And if you haven't, you're a square, and I'll see you at the parking lot. <laughs> At three o'clock. You can count on me waiting for you at the parking, parking lot. lot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking square. <laughs> Watch Jeepers Creep. What? Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. I hate saying that name. I man. just got tongue twister. Yeah, yeah. You said you've said it before. It, it, it it's a tongue twister, and it never happened to me till just right now. Yeah, it's it's so it, like if you try to say it quickly, like it just it Jeepers, fucks Jeepers, you up. Jeepers Creepers. Anyways, um, so we want to end this episode here. We actually kind of went a little, a little past what we usually do. What we usually do. Uh, We were planning on doing Jeepers Creepers two as well as um, Vacancy. Uh, We're we're gonna actually go ahead and just wait on the next, um, like the part two of this video. Because there are some other ones that I would have. Like to have talked about. Yeah, definitely. So we're gonna go ahead and just kind of end it now. Again, you know, uh, let us know what you guys think about these these movies. Leave us a comment, um, give us a review, and you know, rate us, subscribe to us. We we definitely love to hear from you guys. And uh, you know, thank you guys so much. Uh, we we got a you know a few uh, a good handful of of downloads there over 100 now, and we we really want to thank you guys. Um, Where can they download us? Uh, so you guys can now find us on iTunes. Uh, tune in Stitcher and Lipson of course um, also we do have a couple episodes up on YouTube as well uh, again that's the Horror Academy if you guys want to find them on there I'm still working on Google Play hopefully I can get that up soon but uh, yeah you can find us on those five outlets and uh, you know we, we definitely love to, to hear from you guys definitely recommend us if uh, you know to, to anyone you, you think would like to hear uh, or, or any horror fans anything like that um, but yeah, we want to thank you guys so much. Uh, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely pretty wild to think we've got people in uh, California, Texas, Texas, New York, North Carolina. It's nuts. But, uh, thank you guys so much. Um, this is Chris again. And this is Adrian with the Horror Academy podcast.